Welcome to the Women, Career and Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sirisha Kuchimanchi, a former semiconductor tech executive at Texas Instruments, a speaker and an entrepreneur, and definitely a working mom. Negotiation is something that we all have to do. We do it in our daily lives for a lot of things without conscious thought. But when it comes to negotiating for money and benefits when we land our jobs, it quite intimidates us. Negotiation is able to show them what you know, what your worth is, and for them to understand whether you're being paid correctly for what you're capable of bringing to the team. Before you even go to the job interview, this is something you should do. You should look at the roles that these jobs have, what their salary ranges are, what kind of salaries people get in that company. There's Glassdoor, there's salary.com, there's a lot of other resources that give you an idea of what the salary ranges are. So one of the questions you will be asked in your interview is what is your salary? As much as possible, you should never answer this question. You should always ask them. It will depend on the role and responsibilities. And I'd like to learn more and ask them what the salary ranges. And based on what they describe, you can decide where you fall in the spectrum. Obviously, we want to fall at the upper end, but it gives you some negotiating room so that you don't undersell yourself. Now, there was a story I saw on LinkedIn, which actually was very sad and disappointing. So this lady from HR had posted that she had interviewed this young woman and had asked her what her salary expectations were. And the young lady had said it was around 60,000 to 80,000. And they hired her. And the HR manager posted saying that the real salary range for the job was around 120,000. So realistically speaking, she could have just offered her the 120,000, but she chose not to do that. And nor did she give the opportunity and tell the salary range to the young women. But I think a little bit on the young women also. She should have asked what the salary range is. And maybe you don't know. I didn't know any of this in the beginning either. But I'm hoping as you watch this video, you think about how you want to approach this conversation. And this is a conversation you definitely want to practice. Practice having someone ask you, record yourself, think about it, think about it and practice it. Practice it before you even go to the interview because this is like that weakness answer. What is your weakness that I always find very hard to answer? And this is another part of that same question you need to be able to think. You can say, I would like to learn more before I give you a number. I want to understand what the roles and responsibilities are and also what the salary range that you have for this role. Gives you some time to think about it. Do some job comparison. Also depends which city and which location you're moving to because that ties into cost of living factor. So script it out. When you're doing job negotiation, you want to think about the salary and you want to think about the benefits. It's a whole holistic package. You can negotiate for various things. So itemize in each way, which are the top three things you want to negotiate. The salary, maybe there's a range, maybe there's a bonus, maybe there's a relocation bonus, a sign-on bonus, profit sharing, maybe six-month review that you are able to update your salary or get a salary hike. There are many ways this negotiation can happen. It might be a title because if you are able to get a certain up-level title, it puts you in a different job bracket for the range as well. It could be around benefits on how much time off you get or access to certain resources. Maybe you want to study and go into a next degree program. You might check about tuition reimbursement. Some companies might say you have to wait a year. If it's written in stone, maybe you don't have negotiation, but it might be worth asking, can I renegotiate that in six months? And that is a different way to get incentivized. So there's lots of pieces to a salary negotiation beyond just the number on your form. 
There's the role, the title, the responsibilities, and the whole ecosystem. So look at all these pieces and see everything. And when you go to this negotiation, write a script, practice the script, and go over three things and see what they come back with. And I've heard this till they gasp, but it's not enough because they're always willing to negotiate. Find out from your peers. Oftentimes when you've left organization, someone can give you an idea of what the job role is and what the actual money should be because then you're not underselling yourself. That is the best time for you to have leverage when you're getting a job, is when you're entering a job. It gives you the most leverage because they want to hire you, they really like you, and they like your skill set and everything, then they think you're going to be a great addition to the team, and you should be able to negotiate for what you want. Because once you enter into an organization, companies have their cycles, you know, how they give their pay raises. So this wiggle room is a lot less. When I moved jobs in the first roles, I negotiated a little bit. I can tell you in all honesty, I didn't really get much negotiation out of it, but I always asked. But there were times I did not ask and colleagues prompted me saying you should ask. One of the things when you get a role as a manager or get promoted into a leadership role, companies have different ways of working this. They might give you a pay raise and a hike immediately, or they usually do it in the next pay cycle, which may be six months and sometimes even a year away which means you work six months or a year in that role without actually seeing your remuneration go up for that role. So it's always good to ask. And I've asked in a very open-ended way saying, these are the roles and responsibilities. These are the extra things I would be taking on. I want to be compensated adequately for what I'm doing. I did not give a number because I always didn't know what the number was, but I left that conversation open. And when I often got the sheet back with the changes not necessarily made, I would always call back the hiring manager and have the same conversation. To say it was awkward is an understatement, but I think it really made a difference because they told me they were going to follow up because sometimes they need approval from different people. And in all honesty, it did work out. I did get compensated and it led to keeping really positive relationships. We want to feel valued for what we do for our work. And to be thinking that we are doing a really wonderful job. So make sure you negotiate your salary. And there is no one trick pony for doing this, but think about what makes you feel comfortable in the negotiation. Because think about this and keep this in mind. You want the negotiation to go positively and well and not inadequately badly because these are people you're going to work with for a very long time. Even if you were to change a job in a few years, these are networks you will keep. So you want this negotiation with the hiring manager and the recruiter to go well so that you continue to maintain a positive relationship. So be very professional about your negotiation. Think about what are the must-haves and what are the gives and where you have flexibility and do it politely. Relationships are something that are incredibly strong. People are always advocating for you and speaking for you in sometimes positive terms, sometimes negative terms. So you always want to do them well. So negotiation, there are books, there are resources out there. Write out your script, write out what you want to negotiate, do a lot of research, talk to people and think about it. I would say do this before your interview, but definitely after you get the job offer, you want to be able to negotiate for your salary. And I hope you get what you're looking for. Because once the number's on the sheet, I think rarely any of us go back and actually look at that sheet and see what we're compensated because we're more interested in learning and doing our job. But it is an important piece of what builds our financial well-being. Tune in every other Wednesday to catch the next episode.
All the resources we talked about are also available on my website, womencareerandlife.com. Please subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. I would love to hear from you about your stories and your journey. You can reach me on my blog, Twitter, Instagram, or Gmail at Women, Career, and Life. If you think a friend may benefit from this, please share this podcast with them. Remember, there are infinite possibilities to drive change in career and life. Which will you choose to make a reality today?